Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. When you're in the field painting every day, you're just looking at the wall. It's so hard to then like go to a new mindset and see your business from the 50,000 foot view and look out two years and like think about competitive advantages and strategy and all those things that are essential to running a great business. I had to get out of the field. You're listening to Estimate Rocket Radio, the hassle-free online software for service contractors that keep your business running from lead to pay. We want your business to grow, so we make it easy to get your job done. Hey everyone, and welcome to Estimate Rocket Radio. My name is Kathleen, I'm the Director of Sales here at Estimate Rocket, and I am joined by my very dynamic co-host, Chris Shank. He is the leader of education and engagement here at Estimate Rocket. Hi, Chris. Are you excited for today? Yeah, I think this is going to be a smart conversation. Oh, man. You know, I hate to be gushy, um, you know, over people, but I'm really gushy about Zach Kenny. Um, he is truly, you know, everyone says they're an expert. Um, this young man has so much knowledge on how to master and be an expert in the painting industry. He really blew me away. And um, besides that, he wants to share what he understands about the mastery of the craft of painting. You know, as I looked into his background, he is one of 13 companies in the world with Fine Paint of Europe Master's Certificate for contractors. So that in itself tells me he not only wants to have a painting business, he wants it to be one of the best in the entire world. It's really fun to talk with the Zach about where he came from, where he's going. He challenges everyone to think about what's coming up ahead that you may not have anticipated. For him, it is becoming president of his company, bringing in a director of operations. A lot of people have a lot of questions about that, but he's always pushing the evolving edge of his company. He's always increasing the craftsman skills of his employees. He's training other people on, on super premium painting. He's training people on how to market, partnering with some really cool tools. This guy's just advancing in every way possible. I think there's a lot to learn from him. Hi, Zach, and welcome to Estimate Rocket Radio. How are you? We are excited to have you on. Um, you know, we were just talking right before this podcast started about how impressed we are with just what you've done in your business, in your life. Uh, I'm always impressed talking with you. I feel like you kind of know how to get to the next level and you know how to compete at that next level mm -hmm. to get to the next level after that, because the, the game changes every time you grow and you reach some no, new milestone. There's, there's something different that happens. There's a new pool of competitors. Um, your product probably has to shift a little bit. Your team has to shift a little bit. And I feel like you, either you have a strategy or you're really good at creating new strategies as you get to these places. But anyway, we're going to talk a little bit about that. But let me just ask right off so you can tell people what's new with ZK Painting and, you know, you're growing influencer activities all the time. So how's that going? Uh, it's It's been exciting. I I love getting up and going to work every day because things are changing so fast. Um, 
So last year was a, a, a big growth year for us. We, we tripled our little over tripled our revenue, which is obviously really painful. And so there was a lot of, uh, a lot of growth that had to happen this year to sort of catch up with that. Um, so I would say, uh, things are a lot calmer and more profitable this year. Um, as we kept sales down and, and sort of got our systems in place and then, um, the social media stuff is, is starting to take off as well, which has been starting, cool. starting to <laughs> all I've ever known is like social media and what you've been doing is just skyrocketed. And to think it's now taking off, I, that must be like you tripling your revenue. You just said that in one small little phrase. I'm like, what? Yeah, and it, it, it was pretty wild. I just didn't realize I could monetize my following the way I could. And now that we are, it's another revenue stream for the company. It's amazing. Well, now you have me interested and I want to follow you. So I'll, as soon as right. we get off this podcast, I'll be adding you to my Instagram account. Wonderful. So tell us, you know, you've, you've recently changed your role at your company. This is a big deal. You're now the president and you have just hired a director of operations. How did that whole process happen? What was your mindset change that made you feel like, you know what, I need to really do this? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is, is uh, I'm pretty aware, hyper aware, maybe of my strengths and weaknesses. And I know that I'm really good at some stuff. And I also have some big weaknesses and organization and follow through and details and all the little stuff is not my strong suit. Um, so I think we survived to get to this point, but there's somebody who's far better at running the day-to-day -day operations and staying on top of little details than I am. And so when we got to a revenue size where we could afford to hire somebody to do that role, it's sort of a, it's a one step backwards to go 10 steps forwards. Mm -hmm. um, it's, a, it's a lot of overhead. Um, and right yeah. now where our revenue is at, it's, it's a little harder to it's not as awesomely profitable of a company with this uh, overhead position, but the idea is that in the future, we can grow a lot larger, a lot quicker um, with somebody doing this role. Well, can I tell you what a really uh, great coach said to me? I want to say this was about 20 years ago, find the right person and then figure out how to pay them. So you know, good people come along once in a great while. So good for you. You did exactly that. Wow. And it takes courage. Yeah. For me, you know, I, I love that saying that people change when the pain of change is less than the pain <laughs> of staying the same. And mm -hmm. I think that like that's just human nature. And it was just becoming as things got as grew as fast as they did. Um, it was a really messy, really headache filled year we're st still to this day like yesterday we were still dealing with some of the fallout from the lack of systems as we scaled mm -hmm. and we're doing huge multi-hundred thousand dollar projects and if you make a mistake on a project like that it's not a small fix and it's it's expensive right. and so there was just a lot of inefficiencies and weaknesses in our systems and so the pain of change didn't seem so painful Wow. Two good mm -hmm. quotes there from both you guys. Awesome. I, I think we're looking for like the secrets. Everybody's always looking for the secrets. How do you do it? You see somebody doing phenomenal things, but you're reminding us too that it's not without pain. 
you know, it's not without some struggle there and learning how to navigate that I think can be very important, but learning how to expect that or maybe anticipate it could be part of it. Um, that the pain could be an indicator of, Hey, um, you know, this is time. It's time for something. I don't know. Well, let me ask you that, you know, I have my questions when I think about what you're going through and what you're getting to, um, what kind of questions do people ask you when they think about like, wow, I would, I would love to step out of the day-to-day. I would love to have somebody run my company and me just give oversight. I'm, I'm oversimplifying here. I'm sure everybody does when they think about it. What? How do you respond to that? How do you tell people what it's all about, how to get it done, maybe even debunking some myths about what, what happens at that level? Yeah, people ask me a lot, like, what's the one thing? Like, what's the inflection point? That's what we want. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I would say there, there's probably one inflection point that is the most, uh, the, the biggest tipping point in my business was when I stopped painting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took myself out of the field one day. I, I'm a master at what I do. I've been doing it since I was 14. Um, everything you see on our page is all stuff I've figured out how to do and obsessed over like decades of my life. And it's my favorite thing to do. But I realized like I could only do make so much. I, could, I wasn't running a business. I was drowning slowly mm. while putting out unbelievable work and making no money. Um, and so when I just said, I'm getting out of the field, I'm a kindergartner running a business. I'm a master at painting, but I have to go be a business owner. And I, I have to just go sit in the uncomfortability of like not being good at what I'm doing. Mm. Um, and I'm not going to sit around and do nothing. That's what I tell people. Like, if you can afflict, and I had no kids, I wasn't married, I didn't have a lot of responsibility, so I was able to take it two steps back, mm-hmm. kind of thing. But I was just all day long. I had to fill my time, and I wasn't going to paint, so I had to start reading books and learning about how to run a business, um, and just thinking from above. When you're in the field painting every day, you're just looking at the wall, and you're. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to then like go to a new mindset. And see your business from the 50,000 foot view and look out two years and like think about competitive advantages and strategy and all those things that are essential to running a great business. Like I had to get out of the field. Hmm. That's, that's a solid tip, I think. Yeah. And of course, that scares a lot of people, but um, it doesn't sound easy at all. It's almost like, hey, you want the one thing? Here's the one thing. And now it opens up 10 new questions. <laughs> I mean, yeah, oh, You wanted one thing. <laughs> it's the one thing, but it's, yeah. it's, and it's super simple, but it's really hard. Mm-hmm. And I think that you have to be like, like you have to be a business owner. Like mm-hmm. studying business is a different game than painting for a living. Mm-hmm. Like it's just different. And business is a game of, of investing and taking a step back to go two steps forward. And, and, when you can understand it like that, it was like, okay, I'm just going to take a hit. And then like, there will be a lag time, but then we will, we'll exponentially grow because of this. Mm-hmm. So it definitely well takes, faith. it takes, I'm, and I, I'm also a big, like harnessing your biology. Like don't fight your biology. Like I am somebody who does really well with their back against the wall. I have to sort of like create false, um, like time structures or, or put my back up against the wall. So I will perform at a higher level. Um, I do really well with that. I do really well with like high risk situations. Mm-hmm. Not everybody does. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know that it's the best way for everyone. It was just, it worked for me. Mm. 
and that kind of leads us to our next question because I guess I'd like to know what companies should not even think about this at, at a particular time. Well, I mean, I think you have to have enough revenue. You have to be profitable enough to lose the revenue generating part of the owner, right? Like mm -hmm. as the owner, I was the guy making the most money for the company for sure, right? Mm -hmm. We almost always are. So a, you have to decide, am I cut out to do this? Like, am I really going to be a business owner and own that for the rest of my career? It like, you have to like, really, it's a mm -hmm. full commitment. Um, I think there's lots of guys who are good at painting, who paint for a living. And that's a great, there's a great business model there. Those guys should be raising their rates significantly and building up, you know, because their, their supply is, is small and if they can increase demand at all, you could keep your prices pretty high as a small guy um, and never have to worry about all this stuff. But if you want to build a business, I think um, you have to go learn about I read every book I can get my hands on, listen to every mm -hmm. podcast I could and failed. You a know, lot. it's funny when we talk to our customers and when particularly when I get to speak with our customers, I tell them that we actually go through the same exact things every single day, even though you're painting and I'm running a software company, we're going through the same exact things. When you get up in the morning, Zach, I bet the top five things that are on my mind are on your mind. You know, we have to think about team building, finding the right people that have good core values. You know, it it it's so much more than just what exactly you're doing um, to for to sell to the customer. I'm selling software, you're selling a painting service, but we're both, if we're doing it right, we're both thinking about the same thing every single day. Yeah. The question too is, I mean, if you're some people are at that point where they can start thinking about it. How do they know? How do they know they're at that point? They're ready to get out of the field. They feel like maybe the revenue is where it needs to be. What else is there? Because I, I know there's probably people that hear you talking and you know, I'm hearing it and I'm a big reader, mm -hmm. but going from doing a thing that you're really, really good at to all of a sudden learning some, what it means to be a business owner and, and reading business. I mean, that's also learning in the abstract a little bit. If you're, you're mm -hmm. reading and not everybody, how many painters do you know that like to read, you know, maybe it's podcasts. Maybe they're, I'm just asking you, like, are there other things? Is that the only way? What would you say to people if they're like, Ooh, that sounds super intimidating. I don't know if I could do that. Um, what's your thoughts well, about? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody's going to be different. Like I, I'm a pretty extreme person. Um, I, I work really hard these days to find moderation in life, but like, I'm, I'm a pretty extreme guy. And so for me, yeah, I like ripped a bandaid, went from zero to a hundred and just dove in. Um, that's doesn't like, there are, there are ways where you could structure. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mondays and Fridays, I paint. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, I don't paint. And so I think you don't have to go all in, but I think hardcore structure of full days is important. Like doing like two hour blocks of painting and then estimating and then Oh, no, I think step, wake up and every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is my business days. And then I paint on the Monday, Friday or whatever to like help bring revenue in and keep things floating. And then, yeah, I mean, I think education is everything in life. Mm -hmm. Knowledge is power. It's, it's, mm -hmm. just, it's so true. And however you can get your knowledge. I mean, I listened to books on tape. Audible.com was, is my best friend. 
Um, that's how I consume my, my knowledge. I think no matter what though, we like as humans, we should be learning every day and growing. Mm -hmm. And so I, you know, I don't think that the excuse can be, I don't want to learn, you know, if that's the case, then don't do this. <laughs> that's <Well>. so sad <laughs> when you hear that. Would you add to that peer groups? Um, you know, mm -hmm. I know that there's painting contractors association, other associations, other CPIA, um, some of the other, but do you feel like that's been a big part of your growth? And I, if I remember right, when I was at PCA, you came in, but you were already, you're already on fire. So I don't know if you already had peer groups you're in, or if that was kind of the first, maybe it wasn't that big of a stepping stone for you, but what do you think about that? No, I mean, it was huge. I was, I was on fire with, a, with a passion and a thing, but like, I didn't have nearly the direction that I have today or understanding of business I have today. If it wasn't for the PCA, um, I went to that first expo and met a bunch of people that are now my friends to this day. Mm -hmm. Um, I talk to painters all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's my, this is my life. So mm -hmm. Yeah. Surrounding yourself with a bunch of like-minded, I, I deeply believe you are who you surround yourself with the seven people you hang out with most or whatever. Um, I'm pretty extreme about that as well. Like I'm very cautious of who I let, who I spend any amount of time with. Mm -hmm. I'm very cautious of any type of information that I let touch my brain, you know, as far as with social media, I don't watch the news. Like I stay, I, I am very cautious of what type of information gets to touch my brain because it affects us. We're social creatures. It's going to affect how we see the world. Um, yeah. You know who I think you'd like following, Zach, is Dan Martell. Um, he is more of a coach for software companies, but I'd like you to follow him because I think you could learn a lot from him. And he's a super cool guy and he's very much like you. So, Zach, tell us, how can people learn more about you, follow you, contact you if they want to? How can they do that? Yeah. ZK painting on Instagram. That's like the best place. Um, there's a link in our link tree. We teach classes on fine finished painting called ZK finishing school. Uh, we've been doing those since early COVID. So I think mm -hmm. we've done 20 ish, 25 classes now, usually 10 to 15 people in person in Boston. And we nerd out about high level finishing concepts. And I've taught housewives how to paint furniture and i've taught master painters how to take their painting to another level so wow. instagram is a great way to see everything that we do um if you want to learn what we do zkfs uh i have a podcast i did 100 episodes two to three hour long form it's called zk live um we just got confirmation we have a sponsor for it and we're starting it again in september so wow. once a week starting in september zk live will be back really excited about that. Okay. And awesome. we're right outside of Boston as well. So if you ever want to meet in Boston, let us know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I know you do a lot of, you, you do a lot of training on social media too, right? Um, I used to, Oh, you used to not as much anymore. People it's, it's weird. People will spend $2,000 to come for two days to learn how to paint. Uh, but they don't want to spend money to learn how to do social media, even though that makes you so much money. So I, I just, I didn't put a lot of effort into it now. Um, it was oh, just a lot more demand for the painting classes. And I see stuff on that popping up all over the place. People demonstrating like, what they're learning and they're like, thank you. I don't know if it's ZK. What do you, what do you call it again? Hey, finishing school. Okay. It's like a play on old school women finishing schools. Uh, nice. <laughs> I, I like that. 
I see your work. I see their work and I'm always stunned. I mean, I, I zoom up on any pictures. I'm like, how do they get that? So mirror like some of it. And it's just very high end. It's very cool for people. Yeah. If they're looking for ways to uh, beat the pricing game, this is one way to do that. And it's, it's pretty impressive. So. Yeah, we've, we have it down to a science. Now we're, we're teaching core concepts that can apply to everybody's businesses. I just really want people a year from taking the class to do things significantly different than before the class. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everybody comes and gets hyped up around a bunch of nerd painters for a weekend, but I, we're really trying to teach concepts that can be applied to all sorts of paint jobs. Nice. Cool. Well, we'll put a link to that in the show notes. Zach, it was great having you on. We hope to see more of you maybe on our podcast, but just uh, kind of continuing the conversation with you. Uh, thanks for being on, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you, Zach. This is Estimate Rocket Radio. Join our team at EstimateRocket.com. Podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.